MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Visa has a great new offer to help make this year your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dan Special provides Visa and Plus All Access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now, get our daily best bet emails. Nigel was came heavy today. A lot of plays, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guide, and full access to VEASAN.com, one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. Don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. VEASAN.com slash big deal. Sign up today. Get up there. Here we go. Every week, Mike Palm, Circa VP, the D, Golden Gate, and VSIN host. We'll get to no hyperbole in 15 minutes. We got a lot to get to. We'll go over the playoff games. I want to throw some props at him in pocket, win, lose. How you doing, friend? Hey, good morning. Good, oh, morning. good morning, Matt Humans. Great to see you here. Good morning, Paul Howard. Good morning, Exeter, New Hampshire. All oh. of our loyal Nesson viewers that watch every morning. Good morning, Whiting, Indiana. Peekaboo Marquee. We see you. Fort Erie, Ontario. Everyone watching on Roger Sportsnet, Franklin Park, Pennsylvania. Good morning, AT&T. And Santa Ana, the winds of Santa Ana, California, watching on Spectrum. We say good morning. Wow, Whiting, Indiana. Whiting. Good job. Well, Whiting. Uh, working class town. Yeah, Whiting, that is. Whiting, Indiana. That's good. Indiana. That's good. For how does he not know Culver's? I've never that's been. Amazing. My, mother go, my mother goes there once a week. Uh, really? Dubuque, Iowa. Loves it. Oh, Loves Culver's. God. Stunning. He, it he, is he's stunning. never been to Culver's, yeah. and he didn't know that Mark Davis lives in a penthouse at the top of the Westgate for the past two and a half years. Oh, yeah, well, no. Paulie's a recluse. He, does, he, does, <laughs> he doesn't really follow a lot. He's like he's like Beeson's version of Howard Hughes. <laughs> we, we got a tweet on that yesterday. No wonder I saw Mark Davis walking around the Westgate. <laughs> I wanted right. to take a picture, but I saw I left him alone. Yeah. I can't believe that. Oh, you could live here. I'd live here in a second. I'll you tell wanted you that. Derek to I want, put condos in here. Oh, I can't imagine. He'd still do it. Want, yeah, he doesn't well, want to be a landlord. He don't want to be a landlord. The pain. Bring the dog down, go to the bathroom, take him back up, play a little video poker with the dog. It'd be great. Are you getting Fantastic. in the tournament? What tournament? We got an Ultimate X video poker No. Tournament. End of February. Oh, Last weekend great. in February. Yeah, I'm in. You got to be in. Yeah, I got a great host. I just played, the, they have a demo. It's at Bar Canada. It's called the Royal Moose. <laughs> Seriously. Is it? Yeah, we played All the right. demo Friday. It's it's awesome. Oh, this is great. Yeah. What a weekend this is going to be, well, right? Be, well, it starts off Friday night when yes, we give does. out the money and the big checks and the presentations. You know, all the major media members will be there. How about, how about you know, in our lifetime, when you think of, <laughs> 
uh, of profile journalists, journalists that did profiles of famous people. I mean, there's really a, a Mount Rushmore, yeah. isn't there? There's there's Bill Moyers. Huh. There, there's Barbara Walters. Yeah. Morally safer. And you have to include Dave Tooley. Yeah. I mean, they, look at the, the, the story Dave Tooley did on, on Tony Tony Gordon. How did he get that much info? Of course, being the proxy might have helped. Yes. Well, Locked <laughs> into that. Some guy died and he, until he scoops in. And Derek says, guess, guess who's Derbify's proxy? I said, Andy Isco. He said, really close. <laughs> really, really close. Oh, I said, Tully's, of course. I got that. Yeah, Tully walks in. That's <laughs> great. Are you excited? Uh, you know, I'd like to give. I'd like to help out. Derek and Mike, they're great people. And I, uh, I'm bringing a whale to town. Are you excited to meet Evan? He's excited to meet me. How about this? Listen to this. How, how, how about this? <laughs> he's, the guy's already wired in seven figures. Yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't mess around. He, he likes to fire. Yeah. Oh, he's the real deal. We met him at Foxwoods. The, the email came out, and yeah. they said, can you get a cabana on Saturday and Sunday and this and this and that? And then I said yes, and then he says, the email email notes that it, he would like to meet and have an audience with Mike Palm. <laughs> Probably <laughs> arrange that. Yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. That. Sure. Thomas Gable, who is huh? the sports book director at the Borgata, texted me on Monday. He said, hey, I got one of my players, Evan, coming out there. He, you know, he like." He likes the fire, but you got to, if you're there, please make time. He, he's been talking about meeting you for a while. Oh. It was a nice heads up from Thomas Gable, though. We, we were, at one time, when I still appeared on the Lombardi line, we were compatriots. Right. Eh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah. get... Applebaum needs his time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the social assassin. <laughs> Do you get, does a whale get whatever he wants? I mean, how, do, how, does, that, how does that work? Is it? Does is like okay? I need this. Set me up here. Am I good? As long as the play is, is it's the play, right? We say sure. here's the rate, sure. and then we'll tell you. We'll talk about it after you play, right? Oh, okay. You show me yeah. your money too. You know, yeah, first. right? Yeah. Because right? I know our good friend Steve Sear. He would always tell that story about. It. Well, listen, I caught you this. I sent you the plane. I sent you the limo. You're not doing much. You've been eating steak all time. Have a little play. Right. Held up your end. Absolutely. Of sure. Okay. It's quid pro quo here. Sure. You don't have to worry about that with Evan. Okay. Excellent. No. So how was week 18? And also, if you can describe the scene with what happened with Survivor uh, with some of the great videos. And now we have the, the the five winners with that. Yeah, what a weekend it was. And I mean, it started out obviously with our friend Billy Chippis and Sweat in yep. the game. I had I left at halftime. I walked away from the. I did. I, I wanted to change his luck there, right? Yeah, I mean, tough it, scene. I thought they were in bad shape. Sure. Uh, in that bad. game, even in, at halftime. And so, uh, you know, Derek got to sweat that out with him. And then Kansas City converted the third down and they could run out the clock. Oh, and the that big was, deal was the fumble and the 85 yard yeah. fumble return for a yeah. touchdown. How yeah. lucky was that, Mike? Well, you know what was really interesting there is if they scored, would Fangio have gone for two to go up nine? I don't think he's up. No, no chance. No. The, no. the proper thing to in do. Fact, yes. Would Kirby, why, why yes. didn't Kirby do it? He got the penalty. Kirby Smart didn't do it. Then, then yep, he just he rubs it in your eye by kicking it 20 seats into the stands. I mean, at least squib it then if you're going to try to take it on the kickoff. Excellent point. Go for nine and win the game. He blew it. Yep. They, they blew it. They blew that. Right. But then Derek, I had the baby shower on Sunday, so I wasn't sure. here. But Derek was here sweating it out, and, and, and Derbify was here. And so what a scene with all these newly made millionaires. Uh, and, and Derek right in there with it, cheering for him. So, I yep. mean. It, it was terrific. This is what the contest was about, right, right? When he started it, that's right. This is what he envisioned, uh, and I think it's only going to get bigger and better. Uh, really? You, yeah. What do you expect next year? I mean, it, uh, well, he, he always did. wants to grow the business, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said, let's let's meet a guarantee before we start. We start. <laughs> okay, we didn't hit. Let's try to hit uh -huh. six now, uh -huh. right? I was right. I said four and four is the number, and it was exactly that. Just over four thousand in each, but. Yep. Maybe we can get six and six next yep. year. Andy Dufresne's the man. Uh, handshakes, meeting with the people afterwards. That was great. I'm sure you crushed it. Is the book crushed at week 18? We did okay. Yeah, okay. We did, we did okay. Okay. Good. Well, good results. Good results on Saturday for sure. 
I mean, everybody was on the Eagles. I was on the Eagles too, and never never had a shot. No. But I just couldn't believe McCarthy really wanted to win that game. But I mean, he well. did. He did. Yeah, he did. But so that that was okay. And then the upsets, right? I mean, you get the upset. Seattle beats Arizona. No money line parlays could come in because there was too many upsets. Colts. Colts killed everybody's tickets early. I mean, they did it again. Lost in Jacksonville. Inexplicable. So yeah, it was it was okay. a good result. That was Monday night. Monday night, we were in a position where we couldn't get hurt. But if if Georgia wins by one or two, we kill it. If Georgia wins by three, we do great. Because people took, they laid three with Georgia and they took Alabama money line. Very few people mm-hmm. bet Alabama plus three. They thought Alabama was going to win that game. I kind of get the feeling that the 49ers are the square dog like Alabama was earlier in the week. I disagree with that. You do? Yeah. I know a lot of sharps on the Niners. Yeah? Very sharp betters on the Niners. Wow. But also... The sharper money was at the Niners plus three and a half and plus four right away. And at three, I think you're going to have a lot of betters who who think the Cowboys are at a cheap price. Minus three. I think it's kind of a pros versus Joes game. Yeah. Okay. The public's going to be all over the Cowboys. Your crew did an excellent job with the props on the Monday night game, too. Well done. That was excellent with the props in the college game as well. To put a bow on the contest and your guy Jiggy Jack we just had on. When he had 15, 15 to 16 losing weeks. Think it's, about how hard to, yeah, that but, is well, to what's do. What's remarkable is he didn't make the decision until after week seven. Yeah, right. So he That's really played. He only yeah. played for it for eleven weeks yeah. and yep. ran away with it. Mm-hmm. And ran away with good it. observation, right? How about the quarterly? Not, these how about people, people twenty-two and three and three and twenty-two. It's amazing in five weeks, right? Alma, who was who was leading it the whole way, and then this Tarkas guy that went three and twenty-two to get the to get the. I think that was a great thing putting the quarterly booby prize in, though, right? People you could chase after two weeks if you were doing poorly, or maybe even after going on five the first week. If you're not in the hunt for the top fifty, might as well tank it at that point. Mm-hmm. All right, so it keeps everybody involved. Yep, the Derbify Hannibal Barker race down the stretch. Two guys with uh, two entries in the top mm-hmm. five. How about the, the Jarvis guy that finished yeah. that finished fourth? That won two twenty five. He re- finished a half game out, right? Because Mad Russian and Derbify tied. Yep. And and then and then Barca half game back, and he was a game back of them at sixty two and twenty eight. This is the guy that Derek's brother met on a plane. Didn't oh. even know about the contest. Mm. And, and during the course of the of the flight, told him about the contest, the guarantees, and all that. Wow. And the guy ended up getting had no intention of joining the contest <laughs> and ends up finishing fourth. Did wow. Dave Cooley write about that? No, I don't know. Nah, he wasn't his proxy. But do that. four different. So of the of the uh, survivors, five survivors. One guy was local Piper. He didn't have a proxy because he was. But the other four all have four different four different proxies. So that's good as well. Yes, good call. Mm-hmm. And uh, Derek and you always. I'd still get a proxy if I'm local. You never know. Something oversleep. Sure. Uh, things, Brent does. Brent Brent's yeah, local. He move. gets a proxy. Sure, good move. Uh, the the other. <laughs> how about Piper? How confident he was. Even if <laughs> we picked Washington. But it was just anti-Giants, and he he said, "I got this." Once from through the pick six, although it became a twelve-seven game with nine minutes. He hedged, though. He hedged. I know he did he, the right he, thing. He right. hedged the right way, exactly. Yep. I like I like the hedge, not just the money line, but hedge with the points. You got that big middle when you got it. But yep. he was left. He was left with the football team. Thank God he had Joe Judge on the other sideline. Oh, okay, come on. I'm sure he. Uh, that'll be a no yeah, hyperbole, okay. so we won't get right. too deep into that. Yeah, right. And <laughs> that, that, he he was trying to get fired. Because he had—that's what my lead is. He had there, the job. You'll never convince me that he wasn't trying to get fired. Yeah, yeah, and and that bizarre press conference too, about you know no follow-up questions. Is this the most embarrassed you've ever been, John Mara? Yes, I kept thinking during the season we hit rock bottom. Then each week it got a little worse. Oh, you were talking about it yesterday with that 
with the press conference? All the like press a, conference. Complete buffoon. And then in week 18, you get to surrender sneaks on second down and third down. What are you? Maddie, they started surrendering the first half of the Bears game. They only threw two oh, passes. Yeah, right. They're down 22 to three at half. They threw two passes. Good call. Right. First play of the game. <laughs> yeah. Fumble. I know. No hyperbole coming up next. Can't wait to get into that. He'll run down uh, the top. Uh, well, uh, our friend might be on here, too. I know there was a big announcement with a referee. Maybe he'll get in there, too, that we'll, we'll get into. And still in pocket. A, a price on a prop you won't believe that I want to share. Matt has a great Randy McKay story. Win, lose, in pocket. Rapid fire picks with Mike Palm and all the playoff games. All that coming up. Follow the money. VEASAN, Paulie Howard, Matt Humans. No hyperbole. Award-winning edition up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Celebrate everyday MVPs by playing in the Fantasy Football MVP Challenge. Play free in this five-part contest series and compete for a share of 50000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash MVP Challenge now to get in on the action. Terms and conditions and other restrictions apply. DraftKings.com for details. Let's rumble. Here we go. You concur. All right, let's start out number five, sneaking out of New York City. You know, if Joe Judge didn't want to be the head coach of the Giants, he could have resigned. But what he did to the organization and embarrassing it the last two weeks of the season was an absolute joke. Two passes in the first half of the game in Chicago, down 22-3, to and then this display in MetLife against the football team in the final week of the year, down 3 to nothing. With five minutes left in the first half and facing third and nine from his own four-yard line, he sent in goal line personnel and ran a quarterback sneak 
with Jake Fromm. A quarter from the four, not from the one, yeah. from the four. The bizarre press game conference, the 11-minute rant about how everybody's calling him. They want to come back and play for this organization. Finally forced the mayor's hands and letting him go. It also forced everybody else's hands and not hiring this guy the rest yeah. of his career. Yeah, yes. Good riddance, Joe did Judge. They, did they run out from the four or the one? From the four, from the Matt Newman's. From the four. From the four. I, I loved it. I had the under. Hey, I said, no way. incomplete pass. I need another 40 seconds off the clock. <laughs> Why was he not fired on Monday and he was fired on Tuesday? Uh, it might have been Aaron Rodgers, huh? Right, Is it Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. on the, the Pat McAfee show with the comments? That was a great line. Might have been on. Was Call he on? that in from the sidelines. See what happens. Was he on right after Nigel? Okay, let's go to number oh, they four. They stole him again. I, uh, oh, these guys. Steve's over there. Let's go to number four. Drawing the Joker. What a weird saga for the world's best tennis player down in Australia. Oh. Novak Djokovic going to Australia to try to win his 10th title. But a funny thing happens. He's not vaccinated. The rules state of the Australian Open, he either has to be vaccinated or he has to get a medical exemption from the Australian government. He gets there and he gets the exemption originally because he had COVID recently. So he couldn't get the he couldn't get vaccinated right after COVID because there's a waiting period. However, he didn't quarantine himself after getting COVID and he lied on his entrance documents saying he hadn't traveled outside of Serbia in the previous two weeks when he had been in Spain. And it was obvious to everyone. He says it was just a clerical error and his manager checked the wrong box. Now it waits in limbo for a court to rule on whether he can be able to play. Yet the Australian Open went ahead and did the draw late last night, putting him as the number one seed. Here's the issue. If they decide to disqualify him after they announced the times of the matches in the first round, a qualifier who lost in the qualifying tournament takes his spot in the bracket which totally throws it off. Mm. If he's eliminated before they announce the times of the matches, then the five seed becomes the one seed and they move the seeds around to balance the bracket. But it's very strange that they wouldn't make a ruling before they did the draw. In any event, his failure to comply with even the simplest of rules have put him, and more importantly, this tournament in peril. Number three, adios de Miami. What would the odds have been on Monday morning that the first coach fired would have been Brian Flores from the Dolphins? What did Brian Flores do in his time there? 2019, he took over the one of the worst teams, probably the worst team in football. Mm -hmm. They traded Tunsil. They were clearly tanking. They got blown out by 50 points their first two games. They were a 22-point dog in Dallas, didn't cover. 0-7, they went into that toilet bowl they, against the Redskins. They finally went. He finished 5-11 with that team that had no pro bowlers on offense. 5 and 11. Then he goes 10 and 6 last year, but they don't make the playoffs because there's three 11 and 5 teams. They missed it uh, by a game. And then this year becomes the first team in NFL history to have a seven game losing streak and a seven game winning streak in the same season. And he did it with Tua. Tua, who won't throw the ball more than 12 yards beyond the line of scrimmage. I mean, just because the coach told you you should have drafted Justin Herbert doesn't mean he was wrong. You know, and then Ross wants to say, the owner says, well, we need to be more collaborative because he didn't get along. I loved Brian Flores for the same reason that I like Luke Fickle. The inmates don't run the asylums in their programs. He'll be the number one choice on many people's shortlist for head coach and will not be out of work soon. Agreed. Number two, remember when we had Lynn? I don't think I would have ever said this last year, Paulie, as Anthony Lynn was... <laughs> Had the most appearances on No Hyperbole since its inception. Yes. But I'll tell you this. I agree with Michael Lombardi. The Chargers are in the playoffs if they had Anthony Lynn as their head coach. Oh! 
They went seven and nine last year and blew five double-digit leads. If they would have won only three of those games, they would have been in the playoffs. They didn't have the double-digit leads to blow this year. Why? Because the boy genius decided to go on fourth down <laughs> 32 different times. He only did it five times against the Chiefs in that game that went to overtime. Now, everyone is going to talk about the ending of the Raiders game where they only needed a tie to win. I like to talk about the third quarter when you're down three and you go fourth down and one from your own 18. Your own 18. Nonsense. Now, at the end of the game, the timeout, he said, was to change personnel. I don't know if the Raiders were going to kick the field goal or not. I have a feeling they might have kicked a 50-plus yard field goal with Carlson if it was the last play of the game. But if he doesn't give up a 10-yard run, he can call a timeout, and they're not going to try that field goal if there's 25 seconds on the clock and give the Chargers the ball back. They'll punt the ball in that circumstance. The real reason that this Charger team did not make the playoffs with a franchise quarterback like Justin Herbert is that their defense was worse in every statistical category this year than it was under Gus Bradley and Anthony Lynn last year. This was truly a disappointing season and took a monumental effort from Brandon Staley to keep them out of the playoffs. And now number one. Paul, I considered taking the whole eight minutes just for this topic. (laughs) Where do I begin? Number one, the quickest whistle in Africa. The Africa Cup of Nations is underway, this soccer tournament. And boy, what a goldmine it is for underplayers, Paul. After the first game in which Cameroon won 2-1, in the next 11 games, there's been a total of nine goals. Seven games have been one to nothing, and two games have been 0-0. I said it's tough to score in Kiev. It's tough to score in Central Africa. Let let me tell you. Yesterday's game between Mali and Tunisia finished 1-0. It might be an example of why these games are so low scoring. Jani Sikazwe was the referee on this game. He is Zambia's answer to Tony Carrenti, our friend who is finally retiring. I'm sure we're going to see him on Wild Card Weekend, though, for one more time. If you'll remember three years ago, the wild card game between the Bills and the Texans, this game between Mali and Tunisia was a bigger abortion than even that. Now, people will talk about the end of the game, but let me take you through it to explain how egregious it was. 0-0 at halftime. In the second half, two penalty kicks are awarded, both on handballs that seem very innocuous, and you could argue that the, the hands were not away from the body in an unnatural position. Mali converted theirs. Tunisia did not convert theirs. So the score is 1-0 Mali as the game ticks down in the final 10 minutes when unexpectedly, Zakazwe blows his whistle with 85 minutes. Five minutes still on the clock. At the 85-minute mark, he blew his whistle and pointed to the center, ending the game. Come on. Everybody was in dis... You got to go to Twitter and look at this video. I wish we could play the video. There is a... What you're watching now, if you're watching on this TV, is the Tunisian coach going nuts at him, running onto the field. He had forgot to stop his watch during the water break. Now, it's only 97 degrees in Africa in January. They had a five-minute hydration. He forgot to stop his watch, okay? So they figured that out. He talks to the other three officials. They start to watch back up. One minute later, he gives a red card to a Mali player for a late tackle. It's such an egregious red card that the VAR forces him to take a look at it. He goes over and reviews it for over 90 seconds. Remember, the clock is running here and decides to uphold the red card. We resume with 88.45 left on the clock. At 89.37, he blows his whistle again. Not even to the full 90 minutes. Now the team rushes onto the field. He says there's no added time. No added time. I know folks, not everybody watches soccer. 
You had two penalty kicks, <laughs> seven substitutions, a red card with a VAR review, and he said there was no penalty time. He and the other officials had to be escorted off the field by 18 security guards, right? The Mali coach is now 30 minutes later in his post-game press conference when the governing body of African soccer decides there should be three minutes of added time and calls both teams back onto the field. Mali retakes the field. However, Tunisia is already stripped down and in their ice baths, ice baths cooling down after the game and declines to come out and play the last three minutes. The coach said three minutes. There had to be at least eight minutes. The second game was delayed because they're all being played at the same stadium in Cameroon. The result of the game was a final one nothing. They're sure that, Tun- that Tunisia will appeal this, but given the limited and tight schedule of this tournament, they're not sure that the- any result can be made other than playing the additional three minutes. This truly, if you have a chance to go back on Twitter and watch this, is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. This is not some rookie official. This guy, four years ago, was the head of this Africa Cup of Nation and has officiated World Cup games. He is the answer to Tony Carrente. Beautiful. Beautiful close. Awesome. Mm. A minus. Well done. Thank you. High grade. What's the underruns? Well, so now it's 11 in a row. But now Cameroon (laughs) is playing the first game this morning. I don't know. They're, they've won five in a row, and they're, uh, it's tough to go under two when one side's so much better than the other side. The second oh, game that God. goes at 11, though, is like Burkina Faso or some team that's, you know, they just come together every four years. They're going to roll play. over yeah. the bets, Mike, and turn 1,000 into like 2 million. We'll, we'll take a shot at it. Okay. There you go. In pocket and fast food rankings with Mike Paul next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right. Uh, in pocket, I'm going uh, the start Saturday. Piggybacking uh, Chernoff. Makes a lot of sense to me. Raiders, Bengals, first half under 24 and a half. It's going to be cold. Two quarterbacks making their first playoff start, and uh, maybe they play it close to the vest, a little tight in the first half. And what Raider, Raider offense am I going to get? I mean, we talked about it earlier, that they had that stretch where seven of eight games, they, they couldn't score more than 17 points. Uh, Mr. Anti-Fun is back. Will there be a walk-off win this week? No. Even money? And Carr to throw an interception. Yes, minus 130. I would never consider giving this out on air. Matt would put me in a rear naked choke if I did, and rightfully so. Let me ask both of you. There's a prop this weekend, what do you think the price is? Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown pass? What do you think the no is? There's six games. What would you make that price? Uh, it's going to be north of uh, five that m- minus five or higher. I think it's higher. Really? Yes. Okay, you're a smart guy. I think it's like Sweet. $8. Yeah, it's three. I couldn't believe the price. My, the my, stars have to the align. The minus 300? Yeah. Would a, will a non-quarterback... The Saints aren't in it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. well, well, a non-quarterback well, throw a touchdown. They think Debo, Debo Samuel is going to throw. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, if I fade that, who else is going to beat me? They bet Debo <laughs> to throw a touchdown and bet nobody in. <laughs> there you go. Right. I couldn't believe that price. Yeah, I guess the question, the next question is, which book put that up and what's the prop and limit? What's, the yeah, prop limit sure. is probably like 200 bucks sure. or something. Right? Yeah. You Maybe might be high. To win you might be high. Yeah. 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 To win I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. thought it was interesting, though, with that as well. Um, you know, ask Mike that question about the Draymond Green. Oh, yeah, sure. In Pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Glad you brought that up. 
What do you think of the the Draymond Green controversy? And would I mean, do you limit a player if they if you consider that taking a shot? Is it the book falling asleep? Because I mean, it's an interesting discussion. What do you think? I, I think it's different than pass posting. Yes, absolutely. Right. I think yes. you know the 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 book didn't get it off the board in time, and I'm not saying they're egregious for not doing that. I mean, it's breaking news there. I mean, when we walk into the war room over here at the Golden Gate, they're scouring Twitter and social media and these trying to find all that stuff, right? Yeah. To, to pull, it didn't happen, and I don't know how your house rules protect you. What are you going to say? In order to have action, they must play one minute. I mean, I, I maybe, but yeah, I just it, it is what it is, and I mean, people are doing this for a living, and people, you know, that's who you're taking bets from. You're not just taking bets from the guy that that you have to explain what the minus one ten means, <laughs> right? I mean, so I don't. I don't think that they necessarily should. Now, you don't have to take anybody's business for whatever reason you want, but that's not our philosophy at all. You right. know, in the uh, the first year of Sin, we had a we had a host on the air who gave out a best bet on a total, and he said, "I can't believe the total's this low. I'm I'm playing this over one ten. He didn't know how how to read the betting mm-hmm. sheet. He thought the minus one ten was the total on the game. So there are a lot of betters like that who you have to explain things. Now, your your comparison was spot on, though, because he he played seven seconds. It's it's the golfer who gets hurt on his first first tee shot. It's a tee shot withdraws from the tournament. Yeah, if you're you're the better, you're stuck. Tough luck, right? right? He took a swing. Yeah, Yeah. here's I'll give you an example of what happened with us in our first year. You know what's tough on these guys is college basketball. There's so many games, and these holiday tournaments get off schedule, oh, right? Yeah, yes. They they left a first a first half number up when the game had already gone, and a, two people bet this first half number when there was only two minutes left in the half, and they basically couldn't. I mean, it was a total that had already gone over, right? And what happened was, and I, and I think both bets were were three or four hundred dollars, two different guys. And Matt called him up and he said, "Look, we know what you did." Mm. You took a shot. We're paying you the bet. If you ever do it again, you're done here. Yeah. Fair, I think. Sure. Fair. Okay. That's how a lot of books yeah. handle it. Your guy, John Murray at the Westgate, was talking yeah. about that a couple days ago. He yeah. said there's people you have to call and say, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to pay you this time, but if it happens again, you're done. done. Yeah. Interesting. That's the right way to handle yes. it. Yes. You have you you live close <clears throat> to a Wendy's. You, I do. What do you think of uh, the fast food? Ter- fr- I can't believe they haven't gotten their fries white for 40 years or however. however. So you don't like the no. new Wendy's fries? I didn't like the old one. I don't like the new. <laughs> okay. I go and I get it because I love the charbroiled burgers, right? I get yeah. the double and all this. No, no pickle, no lettuce. I I go and I get the stack lays, the original ones. Okay. If I know I want to go to Wendy's. And I get the and I eat the chips with it. I just ordered the burger because okay. I have to have something. When these burgers are legit, they're they're good. really good. Yeah. And, and I agree with you on on uh, Jack in the Box too. I don't like curly fries. I'm forced to order curly fries there because their regular fries are so bad. Jack in the Box is one of those stops you make if you're at the dispensary late at night. I, I don't know how people can eat <laughs> Jack in the Box. Well, oh, they embrace it too. They uh, embrace it. Yeah. They have the pot right. menu. Right, right. They have the hey, if you're high, yeah. come on in. You're I mean, right. It's, it's, they... it's an it's an overnight place. <laughs> so you're not going to buy that. Almost two out of three people prefer the new Wendy's fries over McDonald's fries. They, did they ask six people? I uh, mean, what was I the sample asked, size on that? I think they asked three Wendy's employees, and two of them McDonald's said, yeah, yeah. get people to go there just for the fries, and then they'll order a burger, but they want the fries. Yeah. The sugar. Yeah, there you go. So yes. the new new Wendy's fries to you suck. They're terrible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Terrible. It's unfortunate. We need more people to admit that. that. My yeah. father would go there. He would only get the chili and a frosty. He said, I can't order a burger with these fries. <laughs> yeah. They had good chili and they got rid of Very it. Very good they chili. Had good breadsticks. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this. 
I was living in Indiana when I first moved there, and I was working there. And I lived right across. I was renting an apartment right across the street from Whiting. They Whiting came. Out, no, it wasn't oh. Whiting. No. It, 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 anyhow, they had a on the menu. They came out, and it was the springtime. They had a chicken sandwich with a mushroom sauce. I think I went there ten times in two weeks for lunch yeah. and got that sandwich. I go back on the Monday mm-hmm. and I order it. They said, "Oh, we don't have it's it." Gone. I said, "What do you mean?" They said, "People didn't order it enough." I said, "What are you talking?" I ordered it ten times. They said, "No, it was, right. a, it was a temporary item that we were testing out. It was so good, Paul. It was the best sandwiches did, I ever ate." Did you ever? Did you ever get the Arby's pot roast sandwich? No. Okay, that's a similar story to what you're talking about. Yeah. I eat that sandwich every day for a month, and then they discontinued it. it. Yeah. Bad beat all the way around. Taco Bell. Vicious. Here's a ta- quick tale about Taco Bell. Derek <laughs> Stevens loves, loves, loves the Bell. Okay, did you have it? So I went there Saturday and asked for the new chicken wings. <laughs> oh, we don't have those yet. I said, okay. Uh, I went back yesterday at 5 o'clock. Do you have the chicken wings yet? Sorry, sir, those have been discontinued. What? I said, well, I was just here three days ago. You didn't <laughs> have them. Oh, we, we had them, but now that we're sold out, they're all gone. You had oh. the chicken wings for, what, 48 hours? <laughs> Really? I don't yeah, like, too, that that's they... that's it. They had them, I think, for two days, and they were gone. They put that McRib on their advertising when they don't have it yet. Right, My wife right. said, get me a McRib. I saw the sign when I drove by. I go there. They go, we don't have them yet. Or it's up two <laughs> weeks after, yeah, yeah. after the uh, promotion expires. Dog and pony Uh-oh. show. My God. You, you got a Randy McKay story? Okay, let's talk about this. Mm. This will be good. Is it okay to throw a baby shower on the last Sunday of the NFL season? Well, no one's going to go. Huh? Men, no what one. do you mean My nobody friend? went? We had over 50 people there. Uh, what, men? Uh, I would say 15 men. <laughs> really? Yes. Are they sports couples. fans? Amal Shaw was there. Well, I said okay. men. Yeah, <laughs> what about men? It ain't men show up. Real men. <laughs> okay. Interesting. That guy's going to go to drink bars and drink water. water yeah, yeah, likes his water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Randy McKay, big Randy, former VSIN fan yeah. of the year, frequent guest yeah, on many VSIN yeah. shows, very sharp better. Sharp player here, right, Mike? Yes, he is. Randy McKay. Just turned 51 or 52. That's all? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a girlfriend who's about half his age. Oh, she, flew, she flew into Georgia. They met in Colorado. You got two minutes. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be quick. Okay. So he, he got a suite. Uh, they go up to the suite, and I, ask, I, I text him, how was the birthday party? He says, the suite was great. The girlfriend was impressed. She set up balloons and streamers. And we had a nice bubble bath. <laughs> All right, so two-part question. One, is a bubble bath acceptable at the age of 52? And number two, would you ever admit to your friends that you took a bubble bath? The second question is easier than the first one. <laughs> Maybe number three, don't try should... not to picture Randy in the bubble bath. Huh? What, what does she do for a living? Is she a home health nurse? Oh, <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, when's the last time you took a bubble bath? Huh? He was six. <laughs> what the hell? Is what the hell? He admits that. Wait, I can't believe he admitted that. What's he doing? I don't know. Bubble bath. Well, I had to bring it up. We today. took a bubble bath. What happened to the V Sin fan of the year? <laughs> Are we still doing the V Sin? No, I think fan? I get discontinued. It was, oh it was Randy God. and that lady, and that was it, right? Oh, was oh God. Right. <laughs> I like. I, <laughs> She I like still the hangs other... out the south. Yeah. Where's Brent? I like yeah. <laughs> Brent's uh, yeah. long gone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like the other story too, where he showed up and 
you know, they, they thought everything was comped, and they're like, they figured them out. They go, oh, no, you're an advantage player. Everything's, you're, yeah. you're canceled. VIP revoked, sweet canceled. He showed yeah. up, everything out the door. Yeah, well, McKay plays games. So, you know, we do that. He takes shots, but that was. He's, he's an advantage. Yeah, he's he advantage takes player. advantage of promotions and yeah. bad pay tables and that. Yeah, sure. And he wins a lot of cars. And they, and, right. Oh, golly, and they, I had half the yeah. amount of tickets yeah. that you I did, Paul. I, yeah. I can't believe it. Stick it to him, man. <laughs> that son of a gun. That son of a gun. Unbelievable. They gave him the heave hole. He thought he had this beautiful. Bubble bath, Paul. Oh, my God. Where do you meet this girl? Online? No, we can't talk about that. Oh. No. Rapid fire NFL. Moving ahead. Rapid fire NFL playoff games and win-lose straight ahead. Visa and follow the money. Mike Palm, Paulie Howard, Matt Eumanns, Mitch back next week. Let's go. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Coyotes plus 265. <laughs> they beat the Maple Leafs last night. Hey, sometimes that's how it goes. Shots on goal, 46 to 18. But Arizona gets it done. Uh, NBA, I was, I was, Michael get a kick out of this. Uh, much like myself in high school, the goalie stood on his head. Unbelievable. Yeah, NBA dogs last night, 8-1. What about what happened in the association? Dogs were barking. 
Heat on the money line, cash it. Rockets plus 330, cash it. Kings plus 145, cash it. Lakers lose again. Destined to be in the play-in game, although LeBron had 30 again for this, what, ninth time in the last 10 games. Cavs plus 170, cash it. Hornets plus 175, cash it. They had lost 16 in a row to the Sixers. They exercised the demons. Celtics were a one-point dog as well. And in hockey, the Bruins, $3 up to 370, took out that that Montreal outfit. Jeez, 5-1. Tulane money line, 3-1, beat Wichita. NC State was getting six. And plus 230 on the money line, ran out Louisville by 16 as well. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com for our radio and podcast friends as well. These are so good today. Uh, great mix as always, dog videos. We start with the dog recycling, though. I mean, this dog, this is all over Instagram. Where he's just walking around the neighborhood. He's picking up some bottles that people had tossed. And they're like, hey, he's, he's into this. And they got him a treat every time he did it. Look at the collection there. Did the dog organize him this well? <laughs> I mean, laid them out in the roads, too? Come on. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, Anthony Lynn can be your next OC. Absolutely. Very good. And this is, look at this from my Instagram. Well, you know, the first time I took the dog out back to, to meet the llamas, he knew what to do. Give me a ride. Let's go. Giddy up. Jumps on the guy's back. Mm. <laughs> That's that's excellent. Oh, look at that. Wait for it. Bam! There you go. This is spooky. This is scary video here. Look at the... Oh, the cat, the mountain lion in the backyard. As Matt said, that was an appetizer. That's... He's... Look at He's, he's got the breath breathing on the thing. Fogging it up on the glass. I want a piece of you. Pawing at him. And then at the end, the cat turns around and goes... I get, I get me out of here. I didn't sign up for this. Look at this. I mean, that could have got out of control. Imagine you wake up to that if you're the owner. The guy comes right up to the, your backyard. My God, keep that thing inside. And this is the uh, English Bulldog. Ever since we got the trampoline, she spends more time on it than the kids. Look at the big gal here. Get up there. Get a newspaper on it. Uh, slipped, can't get up that high with the ver- vertical. But that... Uh, that's fantastic on the trampoline. Very good. One loosem, as I mentioned. The press conference yesterday, the whole Giants organization, Mara, no follow-up questions allowed. It's the New York City media. How was that allowed? They should have had a riot after that, that he wouldn't allow that to happen. And a couple of bad beats. Magic Wizards under 217.5 down to 213.5, which was also loose. Some 123 points scored in the second half. And falls 218. Bruins Canadians over six. Tough push. 4-1 in the second period. And that was a 5-1 final. Win some loose up presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Thursday, get a 20% profit boost on college hoops. Learn more at betrivers.com. Well, I feel good about the Raider play because you're on it. Yeah, now I know I I'm on the right it. side. I love it. You know, Zach Taylor was so conservative in the game plan and the way he managed the clock. That was like a running clock. Remember that game out here? It was a weird game. I remember the, the, the clock. clock. This game was just yeah. punt, punt, field goal. I mean, they were both very conservative. They haven't won a playoff game in so long. I think they play conservatively. Mm-hmm. Raiders off such an emotional win Sunday night and then traveling and then playing outdoors in cold weather. I, I love it under. I think 48 and a half is way too high. I like your play on the first half. First time those teams played, by the way. Bengals led the Raiders 16-13 with five minutes to go in the there game. There you go. Yeah. Great misleading score. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Then the car turnovers mm-hmm. happened, and I think that could happen again. Talk about that Derek Carr interception prop. He's thrown a pick in four of the past five games. What's the uh, Matt Stafford interception prize? Oh, Are you all over that? Good. That I haven't you seen. Have that. yeah, you have to be on a, principle right. after your ranting That's and right. raving this yes, week. Absolutely. Stand up. Where are you? Right? <laughs> Hasn't won be. a big game since he was a quarterback in high school right. in Dallas. Yeah. Right. True. Probably. I mean, what's the biggest win of his career? Beating Hawaii in the Sugar Bowl, I would guess. 
I imagine that. I mean, that is forty-nine to three. Yeah, whatever it was. Sure, the Cole Brennan team. <laughs> yeah. uh, how, how, what do you? Let's run it down. So okay. Saturday, how about a, a side with the Bengals? Any thoughts? No. You want to lay the under. five? No. No, just the under. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to cheer for the Raiders, so I don't want to be on a okay. side there. Patriots Bills round three. Yeah, I like it yeah. over. Really? I know it's bad weather, but these two teams can move the ball on each other. You saw the similar weather in five. It wasn't good weather in in Foxborough. Both teams went up and down the field. It's, the wind right. played such a havoc, and then Belichick got cute because he didn't throw the ball, and he just kept running the ball and running the ball. I, I think the game goes over. I think the game's played in the high 20s. Well, last game was the first time ever a team didn't have to punt yeah. going against Belichick, what the Bills did in New England. We have weather now Sunday morning. We have 70% chance of rain and 20-mile-per-hour winds. Tampa against Philly. Uh, this is the one side I really like Tampa here because – Philly can't run. You can't run the ball against them. You just can't. Nobody's going to. Dallas didn't even try to run the ball in opening week because they know you can't run the ball against. You think Hertz is going to drop back forty-five times and beat you? I don't think so. No. no. I just. I think this is a terrible Talking matchup for Philadelphia. I would agree with you on that one. Concur. That's going to be a big teaser play this week. Every teaser will have Tampa. We'll have the Bucks on it. What's if you teased uh, another team with it? What would it be? I would probably. <sighs> I would probably tease. Um, the Chiefs down. I, I, I just, I don't see, I don't see Pittsburgh. Even though the math guys would scoff at teasing down a twelve and a half point favorite. They, yeah, they would. Yeah. They would all because you can only do it through three and seven both ways. But I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't go through zero like Amal. Amal believes you should go Ooh. through. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh he no. does. Oh no, oh, he does. You don't go through zero. He okay. goes to. He also goes to baby showers on week eighteen He's Sunday afternoon. Ideal guest yeah. drinks a bottle of water and a handsome gift card. <laughs> All right, there you yeah, go. He doesn't consume okay. anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the middle game? Dallas and Niners. That's the, really game. the feature game of the weekend, oh, isn't it? Huge. Yeah. I could see, yeah. Does Jimmy turn it over? Good Jimmy, bad Jimmy. Do they also they get pressure on Dak? Well, here's the whole thing. Dallas needs to turn you over. I mean, the right. defense needs to turn you over. Yeah. So it's all on Garoppolo. If Garoppolo protects the ball, the Niners can win the game. If. if. Right, yeah. And I know you're a big I hope fan. you're right. If, uh, by the way, Garoppolo... When he does not turn the ball over, the Niners are seven and zero in those games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got a coaching matchup there that favors the Niners a lot, yes. right? From Big a game time. management and a play calling standpoint. I, I will say this though: Fossil is excellent with special teams. Yeah, he is. 49ers special teams stinks. By the way, he was that let go by Sean McVay. Sean McVay fired Fossil. Is that what is that what happened? Yeah. I thought he took more money at Dallas. He was they no, fired him. McVay, McVay let him go. What, you think oh, Dan Quinn's the head coach next year? Uh, with Mike uh, Michael Lombardi says with the Broncos, yeah. bet on it. He said bet on it. Dan Quinn with the Broncos. So uh, Mike, if mm. if you're hiring the Chicago Bears coach, do you go Jim Harbaugh? Do you go Brian Flores? Who do you go with? <sighs> I think Harbaugh's coming out here. But if Basaccia wins a game here, how do you let him go? Yeah. If he wins on Saturday, how do you replace him? I know. I don't think you can. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh looks like he's heading back to the – I mean, he did He did everything he could accomplish. He beat Ohio State once, right? It's all over for him there now. And he had a successful run with the 49ers. You have to know that, that your coach believes in fields, though. I mean, does Harbaugh believe in fields? I wouldn't hire anybody that doesn't believe in fields because then you're going to be in another four-year process, right? I thought Mike North made good points. I mean, that's, you're right. It comes down to what do you think of Fields yeah. as well. Mike North wants Josh McDaniels in Chicago. How about uh, how about Doug Peterson? Oh, oh, no. 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 Bill O'Brien? You know, I'm also Doug Peterson is the worst coach ever to win a Super Bowl. He said, followed closely by George Seifert. I said, that's an insult mm-hmm. to George Seifert. Yeah. 
I think, to put yeah, them yeah, in the same category. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Uh, no. Yeah, I think Jacksonville might hire him, too. What happened to McDaniels hey, there? I mean, that was like, who knows when Hoodie's going to retire? He's going to be waiting for a long time to take over. Maybe. You never know. And then how would he get to the Colts? I thought he'd still get a job if by you, now. If you're left, which, who, where, would you take Jaguars. the Jacksonville job? Jaguars job. Yeah, because he played there. And yeah. You could do that. I'd rather take Miami. I'd rather take the Miami. I think the Miami job is 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 better. Okay. But Jacksonville, it's interesting because but you got to deal with Tua. You got to deal with. I never want the Broncos' job. You've got three quarterbacks in your division. You're going to have to face the next ten years that are all uh, you know top twelve quarterbacks. Outside, you never know what the Aaron Rodgers knows though too. They keep it. Denver wants to interview all these Green Bay because they want to bring them with them. Sure. All right. Top horse racing plays from Express Bet editor in chief Jeremy Plonk. We're going to Gulfstream race four. He likes the six, Bohemian Boy at four to one, and in race eight, he likes the seven. Drive for fun on top at nine to two. Sign up with First Bet using code Vegas one thousand and send ten dollars free plus up to a thousand dollar bonus. Vison.com slash horses for details. Vison.com slash horses, and we haven't forgot the Penguins play tonight. Let's go, dollar forty money line first period in Los Angeles against the Kings. Ten zero and one run. On the money line in the first period, they've allowed four goals in their last 21 first periods. Yari's been great. You can lay the half plus a dollar fifty in that range as well. And they've also won 11 of their last 12 straight up. The one loss they, they blew, blew that two game two nothing. They dominated that game. The Dallas did you have them? sick? No, I had the under in that the, game, so oh, okay. I got lucky because at three two, they could, I could have lost under five and a half. It was two nothing late yep. in the third. Excellent appearance. Thank Thanks you. for coming. Who's on your show today? Much yeah. different dynamic. Uh, Aside from a mall show. I don't know. We got like six different guests. I don't it's, know. it's like it's like it's it's <laughs> like No, I know we have uh, Brian McFadden's on. Be okay, Be good. I and Eagle, he's on the Patriots game Saturday night. Adam Chernoff with his picks. Props with Paul Charchi, and we run it all down tomorrow. Follow the money. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.